The book of Revelation was given to show the servants of the Lord Jesus Christ things which must shortly come to pass. This restricts the full understanding of the book to those who are truly his servants. However, it does not restrict those servants to a particular class or in one generation. To all generations of his servants believing the hope of Israel from John until his return, the prophecy would reveal things which must shortly come to pass. It revealed things which would shortly come to pass to John's generation, and so it has for every generation since. Every generation with vision could find itself in God's timetable. The book contains several sequences of groups of seven judgments, each seventh judgment containing another seven inside it, princip principally directed on pagan Rome, next on Christian Rome, and then on the Holy Roman Empire. This third sequence of seven contains the return of Christ to the earth. This is clear, as the return of Christ is depicted in the sixth vial in the series along with other events, Revelation 16, verses 12 to 16. While in the second series of judgments, the trumpets, the coming of Christ is depicted in the seventh trumpet, Revelation 11:15 to 19. The seventh trumpet contains the seven vials of chapter 16 along with the return of Christ. The sixth vial, however, contains no other unfolding of sequences of events. We can be sure that Jesus Christ returns in the sixth vial period in Revelation 16, verses 12 to 16. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world, to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. In this sixth vial, there are three spirits that issue forth from the mouthpieces of the political and religious organizations represented by a dragon, beast, and false prophet. A spirit is a teaching. Consider 1 John 4 verses 1 and 2. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. It can easily be seen that the dragon, beast, and false prophet are all Roman in character by comparing Daniel 7 with Revelation 13 verse 2. Note also that in Revelation 19 verse 20, the false prophet does miracles before the beast and is destroyed with him in the same place. They are intimately related. These blocks of power originating from the Roman Empire today are Europe, Russia, and the Vatican. The mouths of the dragon and the beast have already been portrayed in the book of the prophet Daniel chapter 7 and in Revelation 13 verses 5 and 6. And there was given unto him a mouth 
speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months, and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. These beasts represent empires, the heads representing those controlling the body of the empire, in other words, governments. The mouth is the mouthpiece of the government. The sixth vial of Revelation 16 contains events relating to our time, things which must shortly come to pass for our generation. So in today's terms, what would we consider the mouthpiece of the governments? The clear answer is the mass media, which is controlled to a greater or lesser extent by governments around the world. If the Prime Minister has an announcement to make, he calls a press conference, and of course he has his entourage of media professionals that accompany him. The prophecy then is telling us that the nations would be gathered to the battle of the great day of God Almighty by the agent of three teachings propagated to the world by the means of the mouthpieces of the governments of Europe, Russia, and the Vatican. These three teachings originated in France just over 200 years ago and have completely changed the face of our world. They were the cry of the French Revolution, liberty, equality, fraternity. At first resisted by the Vatican, since the Second Vatican Council in the 60s they have been embraced wholeheartedly. In fact, a Catholic book published in the United States demonstrates this in the very title of the book. Renewing the Earth, Catholic Documents on Peace, Justice, and Liberation. Peace, in the cry of the French Revolution, was fraternity. Justice was equality. And liberation, of course, liberty. The purpose of the book was a call to action to all Catholics to become involved in propagating the new Catholic social doctrines to stand up for the Catholic perception of peace, justice, and liberation in the world. On page 380, they say, It is to all Christians that we address a fresh and insistent call to action. In our encyclical on the development of peoples, we urge that all should set themselves to the task. Laymen should take up, as their own proper task, the renewal of the temporal order. If the role of the hierarchy is to teach and to interpret authentically the norms of morality to be followed in this matter, it belongs to the laity, without waiting passively for order and directives, to take the initiative freely and to infuse a Christian spirit into the mentality, customs, laws, and structures of the community in which they live. On page 363, under the heading Media of Social Communication, part of a so-called apostolic letter of Pope Paul VI, he emphasizes the then new power of the media. Among the major changes of our times, we do not wish to forget to emphasize the growing role being assumed by the media of social communication and their influence on the transformation of mentalities of knowledge or organizations and of society itself. By their very action, the media or social communication are reaching the point of representing, as it were, a new power. 
it is plain then that in 1977 when this book was published that the catholic church had recognized the new power of the media and were issuing a call to action for catholic laymen to get involved in propagating the church's idea of peace justice and liberation in the world in the words of revelation the frog spirits going out of the mouth of the false prophet if these frog spirits are to gather the nations to the great battle of god almighty which we know from other prophecies such as ezekiel 38 that its focus will be in israel we would expect these frog spirits to gain some kind of focus on israel this is exactly what has happened over the last few years the catholic church has consistently called for a just peace in the middle east and the liberation of the palestinian people seeing themselves as the kingdom of god they are trying to renew the earth with peace justice and liberation in this way the catholic church the european union and russia have championed the cause of the so-called palestinian people is it any surprise then that the media is biased against israel seeing the media is the mouthpiece of the dragon beast and false prophet well one particularly biased article caught my attention this week at the economist website with the headline settlers against a settlement the article amounts to incitement against the jewish settlers in the west bank it is full of lies and misrepresentations here are here are the first two paragraphs if Sippy Livni becomes Prime Minister, as looks increasingly likely, one of her biggest challenges will be to face down the Jewish settlers on the West Bank. The policy proclaimed by young Jewish settler militants on the West Bank is called price tag. Whenever the Israeli army tries to dismantle settler outposts, even individual car caravans or huts that have been authorized by the Israeli authorities, the militants retaliate violently not necessarily in the same place they may hit palestinians or soldiers somewhere else they stone cars smash windows burn olive trees and fields they attack villagers and shepherds and tangle with the army and police a few years ago the media stopped using the word terrorist to describe the palestinian terrorists who really were terrorists and began using the word militants the media has been unanimous in stopping using the word terrorist and switching to the word militant now they are using the same word to describe the jewish settlers the article claims that the militants retaliate violently this is a complete lie even after the most horrific arab terror attacks against the jewish settlers subject to terror harassed by their own government and misrepresented by the media have rarely resorted to any form of violence their restraint under such provocations has been admirable of course if any palestinian is attacked they are immediately blamed by the media even in the absence of any evidence having visited the west bank myself i can say that the majority of the residents are religious people trying to raise families under difficult circumstances. For many of them, the focus of their lives is study of the law or the Torah. They are not violent people by any means. Keep your eyes on the news, but be very skeptical of what you hear. We have been warned by the Lord Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation 
that we live in a time when the media is going to play a role in bringing the nations to the battle of the great day of God Almighty, and we can see it happening. Come back next week, God willing, to www.bibleinthenews.com. This has been David Billington with you.